every time Metrolink says that they've got a completion date, they never complete it. So first, the big promise was 2020. It's going to be done then in 2021. Then they made this grand announcement that it was going to be done in 2022. Now they're saying sometime in 2023. Um, It's not believable. And frankly, there hasn't been enough accountability and transparency about even why these delays keep happening. Color me shocked. I agree with Josh Matwell. (laughs) A first, probably a last. Uh, Although I don't think uh, we need an inquiry, as he is calling for, into the latest delay of the LRT crosstown, because what's it going to tell us? Uh, But we don't already know. We just can't get stuff built. And this thing was announced, this latest delay was delivered in a news dump Friday because the city and Metrolinx, the province, they don't want us to know about this latest delay. But it should be met with outrage because we're talking about 19 kilometers, you know, that's going to be yet another year late. It was supposed to be done now, like now, this month, opening up. I mean, it started back in 2011 and because nothing ever is finished on time in the city. You know, it's not going to be done for at least another year. And we always get the same excuses. This time it's uh, supply chain issues. There was COVID, labor union issues, construction surprises. Well, look, there are always going to be surprises because no one is ever held to account. And I use this stretch a lot. And by far, it is the worst construction hell anywhere. I mean, it's created this 10-year dead zone of what used to be this thriving corridor of businesses, apartments, you know, bustling traffic, and now it's just awful. I mean, imagine being a business along this thing. I mean, a lot of them have tried to hang on, but when you can't get people to your business, never mind what people are dealing with in the in the neighboring neighborhoods with all the congestion, I mean, come on. Let me bring in LaRose Mercader into this conversation, York Eglinton, BIA. Great to have you here, manager over there. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Look, this um, story was intended not to get any attention, but when I saw it, it's not that I was surprised. I'm just so, and I feel like, I mean, I'm just one person of many who must just be so beyond frustrated with this delay because it does come at a cost. Oh, absolutely. You know, our our small businesses have been dealing with the impacts of this construction for, what, over 10 years now. Um, And you can imagine how it's hurting the bottom line. Um, And a number of our businesses have closed um, Mm -hmm. during this time period. You know, even just this past summer, you know, Randy's Patties in the heart of little Jamaica closed down. And if they can't even survive this, you know, how are the rest of the business along this stretch um, are supposed to to hold on any longer? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I joke, I do this carpool route and, and, you know, I get the kids in the car and I joke uh, about the construction that we go by every day that holds us up. And I'm like, when do you think this will be done, kids, by the time you go to college? And I'm almost half joking, but, you know, the sad reality and, you is know, you whenever... You need to go on social media where Eglinton has become sort of the butt of the joke uh, for the city... Um, yeah. But it's not a joke because, you know, yeah. the lives of the people who live and work there have been severely impacted and it's just distressing. Uh, and to be given promises of, you know, when things are supposed to open um, and you see the light at the end of the tunnel only to, to tell you that the tunnel needs to be dug even deeper and longer. Uh, so that's not acceptable. Um, and, you know, from the BIA perspective, it's not fair to the small businesses who have to suffer through this. Um and it's not fair that, you know, the province, Metrolinx, mm-hmm. Crosslinks, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. They just keep passing the buck to each other. 
nobody is accountable and nobody's supporting the small businesses and nobody's providing direct financial compensation to the small businesses in the area. Yeah, I mean, there are a number of BIAs along this particular route because it's such a long stretch that has been impacted. And uh, it's sad, you know, you've got the Black Business and Professional Association. You know, they were supposed to be having a festival in Little Jamaica to bring back visitors to the area. That's all going to have to be, you know, scrapped. They had 300 black businesses before this thing started, you know, being constructed. That's down to 70. And I've seen businesses come in and go out. There are a lot of businesses boarded up. Have you got guys in your particular BIA, in the York Eglinton BIA, been able to calculate the losses suffered by local businesses? Uh, That's a good question. You know, we don't have that exact figure, but I can tell you definitely within that, within our BIA alone, you're correct. You know, since construction has started, we've lost a substantial number of uh, of small businesses, in particular Black-owned businesses. You Mm -hmm. know, this past summer, you know, we did try to animate the street, you know, with with uh, festivals and smaller activations. But you're not able to plan long term if we're not told when the construction is supposed to wrap up. Um, and in any business like that, you need this long term planning. So, you know, you know, it's not fair for three months uh, before this was supposed to supposedly open to say it's going to take even longer. And they didn't even give an exact time. And that's not acceptable. So, you know, I heard, you know, and actually we've been calling for this public inquiry. I know whether or not uh, would that be useful. And we think it would be because I think it's a tool to hold government accountable on what is exactly happening here. Um, and, And we're building transit across, you know, other parts of the city with the Ontario line and even like in Hamilton and Mississauga. And those businesses are also going to be impacted by construction. So we don't want those small yeah. businesses and communities to go through the hell that we had to go through the last 10 years. And there's got to be a better way to do this. Um, well, there and should so be. We, I mean, we saw this in St. Clair. Like we, we saw the devastation right. caused by the St. Clair. So, so you would think, and every time yeah. we see this, that lessons would be learned. And yet, you know, they're not learned uh, by now. Those building these contracts at the municipal, provincial and or with Metrolinx should be putting the onus on contractors. There's got to be some penalty. If you can't deliver, uh, here's the penalty. Because I do agree with you that if businesses there are not given some kind of tax relief or some kind of payment, this to me shouldn't have to come out of the taxpayer's pocket. But again, um, they should be given something given the, the hell that they've been through. Absolutely. And so that's why we're calling on our elected officials uh, at Queen's Park um, to to examine exactly what has gone wrong here on Eglinton. How can we make that right by providing direct financial compensation? And how can we ensure that any future large infrastructure transit project in the city or in the region um, is better handled moving forward? Well, maybe we can tie um, consequences to a politician's pay because then maybe it would get done. I mean, I, I hope it's done next year. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't. I don't get the sense that there is a sense of urgency to get this done. Um, you know, and that that is the great unknown for these businesses. And I just don't know how they operate in a vacuum of unknowns. Uh, I hear and feel you. It's our reality every single day yeah. on Eglinton. Uh, but I have one thing I could ask uh, to to your listeners, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to wait uh, to uh, for the construction to be finished to support them. So I know it's hard to get there, but these businesses rely on the trade and goodwill of customers. So come on yep. down to Eglinton if you really want to sh- show your support to the small businesses.
Yeah, 100% agree. And uh, we'll stay on this. Appreciate your time on it. Thank you so much. Have a great morning. And that is uh, LaRose uh, Mercador, just one of the many involved with the BIA along Eglinton. He is with the York Eglinton BIA. But again, they need some clarity. They deserve some clarity. It's, it, you know, one delay is one thing, but we constantly, whether it's Union, this, St. Clair, every time we get a big infrastructure project, it is met with delay after delay after delay, and we seem to never learn the lessons of the past. And again, there are consequences, and it's to the communities around which have to absorb all the terrible traffic uh, and congestion uh, and the businesses that literally um, you know, are buried in dust and noise and you can't get there. And so, yeah, support them if you can. But boy, oh boy, those in charge need to be held to account. We are long overdue for that.